welcome to People with Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts, and I believe that we all have a purpose, and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. Hello, hello, and welcome to People with Purpose. Today I'm going to talk about abundance and having an abundance mindset. So what is abundance? It's uh, to have an abundance of something is to have more than you need. Uh, it can be used uh, to describe uh, you know, positive things like an abundance of love, an abundance of money, an abundance of time. And I've seen it defined as a state where nothing is lacking and so complete that nothing can diminish it. A state where nothing is lacking and so complete that nothing can diminish it. That's pretty powerful. Living a copious, plentiful, uh, ample uh, lifestyle, uh, having a business which is abundant in its offering, in its service, in its value, and in its growth. So there's another meaning of abundance as well. And, and if you can think of it from the perspective of having an abundant life or an abundant working life, meaning focusing on and being grateful for the good stuff, being thankful for the blessings, instead of focusing on the lack, focusing on what's missing, focusing on yeah, what you've missed out on or what's been taken away. It's not about material things. Material things are potentially part of it, but material things are, especially in the, today's world, so often disposable or fleeting or for a moment in time. With an abundance mindset, you can actually enjoy the moment more and carry that experience of success, that experience of enjoyment, that experience of fulfillment forwards to create more abundance for your life, for your business, for the future. So why is it important? Well, I guess when I look at the alternative, it's better than that. So the alternative or the opposite of abundance is scarcity. And if you've ever been in a situation where you've felt like you've not been able to make that decision because you didn't want to take the risk, or you can't do that because you'll get hurt or something bad might happen, then that's pretty normal, pretty regular. I mean, we're conditioned. Our subconscious is conditioned to protect us. So scarcity flows through from there. Or a scarcity mindset flows through from there. I'm better and safer where I am. Are you though? Is that security that you're sticking with or that scarcity that you're living with actually better for you or more guaranteed than going after something greater, something more abundant? Having that in a way closed mindset that scarcity or a focus on scarcity can bring could potentially be shutting the door for you for opportunities 
not just to flow towards you, but for you to even notice them. I mean, we are conditioned. Marketing, clever marketing, is conditioned to, or conditions us rather, to recognise scarcity. So, while stocks last, is a one of those marketing ploys, limited time offer. I mean, scarcity is one of the the key things that drives our behaviour. So what if you could flip that and turn that into abundance that drives your behaviour? So you don't make decisions based around fear of scarcity or fear of missing out, but you make decisions because you understand why it is. You want that thing. You want to be in that place. And you can then go after that with intention rather than as a reaction. And yeah, in economics, scarcity is a fundamental principle. You know, it means the demand for a good or a service is greater than the availability. So it does drive economy. It does drive decision-making. And scarcity does drive mindset. But at a time in a market where there is scarcity, what happens to prices? Prices go up. So. In the same way, what is a scarcity mindset costing you? And this is context, right? So different contexts will create different reactions. And you might find yourself more abundance-focused in a work context than in a uh, relationship context, for example. So in business, an abundance mindset can help you find success. It can bring fulfilment. It can also help you to uh, make uh, better decisions. And it's not about mindless optimism. Abundance creates win-win rather than I've got to win and you've got to lose, which is a very different approach. So in business, if you can create win-win, that comes from abundance. Everyone wins. If you're feeling this desire to create win-lose, then potentially scarcity is driving that. That fear that there's not enough to go around is driving that. So look out for that. And it's important as well, because what you focus on, you will see. It's been said before that what you think about, you bring about. And your focus system in your, in your mind, or, you know, the way your mind works, your thoughts determine your feelings, determine your actions, and then, you know, that's then what, what happens. So if your thoughts are being driven by scarcity, if you're focusing on scarcity instead of abundance, then the probability is that scarcity will come your way when abundance surely that's what most of us want in whichever way it relates to you so the other reason why having an abundance mindset is important is because otherwise you might find yourself drifting so the decisions that you make about the things that you acquire Let's think about 
or look at the evidence for that for a sec. So when was the last time you went to look in your loft or your shed or your garage? How much of the stuff in there is stuff that you don't want or need? So you've got an abundance of stuff in that scenario, which you don't want. So when was the last time you looked in your diary and saw an abundance of appointments or meetings that either you don't want to attend or you don't believe, when you look at it in detail, are going to create value for you, for your business, for your relationships, for your life. So in that event, is it possible that you might be drifting? So if on one end of the scale there's abundance and on the other end of the scale there's scarcity and in the middle there's drifting, then how can you avoid finding yourself in scarcity and with those fear drivers affecting your decisions or just drifting and picking up abundance where you don't want it and missing out on it and almost creating scarcity in the areas where you really do and would value abundance. So Tony Robbins talks about how to develop a, a mindset of abundance. And he talks about it from the point of view of examining your limiting beliefs and then adopting more empowering beliefs and then embracing change. So I've got kind of six things that you can do to adopt an abundance mindset and keep it there, maintain it. So the first thing you can do to focus on abundance and not on lack is, and I've already touched on this, is to recognise the power of your thoughts. Really appreciate the fact that your, your mind is a powerful thing. And the mind, the brain, believes what you tell it. Imagination can be so vivid. And sometimes you can be in a situation where you can't be 100% sure whether something actually happened or not. So your thoughts are powerful. And if you can focus on what you have achieved, areas where you have abundance, areas where you've made progress, areas where you've taken steps and moved yourself in a direction which is taking you towards something that you value. You can go, that's evidence of my progress towards abundance. And by the same token, if you can remember times where you've thought that you can't do something, you couldn't take the risk, or you wished you had, then maybe scarcity is lurking in those examples. So really appreciate the power of your thoughts and Focus on your successes. That's one thing you can do. Another thing that you can do, and remember, abundance is not necessarily about material things. It's about being grateful for the blessings in your life. It's about being grateful for the good stuff. So how can you incorporate gratitude into your daily walk? 
How can you express gratitude, both to yourself? People talk about journaling. I do a bit of that. Helps. Really does help. But also, how can you express gratitude and give back? A random act of kindness. Seeing somebody struggling in the street with heavy bags and helping them out, or loading something into a car, and seeing somebody who's homeless, perhaps, and pausing for a chat and asking them their name and having a quick conversation, even if you don't want to give them any money, and finding a a way to express gratitude, both, you know, say, yes, I'm thank you for that, but from the point of view of, you know, gratitude for life, gratitude for humanity, gratitude for the planet, that's a really powerful way of unlocking an abundance mindset because it creates a belief that you can have a positive impact. And it also creates the belief that there are things in your life to be thankful for. There are things in your business to be thankful for, even though it might be challenging right now. So bring in the gratitude. It's a powerful thing. Third thing you can do is create win-win. Again, I've already touched on this, but if you do feel the need to create win-lose, you know, where you're negotiating with a, with a customer and there's a offer or there's value that you can offer your customer, which gives you both a win rather than you taking it all. There's a negotiation with a supplier and you can help them to make money as well as you doing that. Same in relationships, really. I mean, mutually beneficial relationships, and again, whether in a business or in a personal context, are really relationships where everyone wins. Even in, um, even in, co- in conversation, right? I mean, an abundance m- mindset will lead you to uh, almost avoid ever winning an argument just for the sake of it. Yeah, of course, you want to influence people. You want, to, you want people to see things from your point of view. Everyone wants to be heard. But you can be heard and still, you know, have an argument that ends up being a score draw. Everyone wins. So create win-win situations in every interaction with, with other human beings. So number four is to, to surround yourself uh, by people who live in abundance, people who've got that kind of abundant mentality, people who you see giving back, people who you see uh, looking to create win-win. I don't just mean like successful or wealthy people, um, but people who you can give to as well as they can give to you, both in learning, in knowledge, in empowerment, and in that kind of mental and emotional fortitude that will enable you to maintain an abundant view of the world. And with those four, they're really positive steps towards abundance. And in a way, they begin to unlock number five, which is to be able to observe the opportunities that are all around you. I mean, there's loads of opportunity out there, loads of opportunity to create value, to help others 
to solve problems for other people. And when you're looking at an economy where many industries are feeling the pressure of rising costs, inflation, they're feeling the pressure of the cost of borrowing going up. Customers are feeling the pressure as well, which means that demand may be suppressed in your market right now. But what opportunities are there in your market? Do you know what your market share is? I mean, if your market share is 10%, then there's another 90% of the market to go after. So how can you tap into that available market share? Even better, how can you grow the market? There might be pressure on prices, but people will still value the products and services. So, so how can you add extra value to create more opportunity for you, for your business? Potentially, you could add an extra 10% of value that doesn't cost you anything to produce because you've already produced it in the past. So, for example, there could be a uh, with a product, there could be a service that could go with it, uh, a piece of information, a piece of content that could help the customer when they're using your product to use it more effectively, more efficiently. Add value. How can you create add-on products and services that take a customer from, say, if you're training somebody, being competent at something to being a master at it? And then in business terms, what opportunities are there for you to be more efficient? One thing about an abundance mindset is that an abundance mindset look, looks at investment and a return on investment, and a scarcity mindset looks at cost. These are general platitudes, by the way, but hopefully this will resonate with you. Because if you can look at a return on investment to grow something or to save money or to make a process more efficient so you can add more value without it costing you any more, then that's an abundant way forward. A scarcity way forward is potentially taking a step back. And ask yourself powerful questions, you know, that open things up. So recognising that there is opportunity out there. Okay, well, we've got 20% market share, which means there's another 80% to go at. How can we get to 30% market share? And you can ask those questions and begin to work out solutions to get you there. What problems can you solve to increase your share of the market or increase the size of the market in which you operate? So they're all abundance mindset questions and abilities to recognise those opportunities. And then the sixth thing really is to avoid the drift and it's to take intentional action towards the abundance that you seek. So you don't necessarily get abundance quickly. In fact, rarely do you get abundance quickly in material terms. But you get abundance quickly in your mind. It's a shift. So 
that's partly about the thought, that's partly about the decision, but it's also about then taking that action, that first step towards the abundance that you seek as soon as you can. So if you can shift your mindset to one of abundance, even if it feels like you've only got a few hours worth of real kind of, you know, productive work done in a day, that's good. It's a step in the right direction. Or even an hour, an hour's worth of productive work. Because if you can do that every day, then over the years that will compound. It's um, been attributed to a number of people, the whole thing about, um, so people overestimate what they can achieve in a short time, but underestimate what they can achieve in a long time. So compounding the interest you earn on the interest, the growth you get on the growth, the learnings you get on top of the learnings, that happens with taking intentional action daily, weekly, and seeing that abundance build. I mean, if you can't find an abundance mindset in there somewhere, then you need to look out because whatever you say out loud, your mind will believe. Whatever you think, your mind will believe. It's a power of the imagination. So if you say you're too poor, you can't take the risk, you better not, then your subconscious mind will believe it. And if you do that enough, then that will become your truth. So what truth do you want to choose? Just notice those thoughts. Notice the words that you use, the things that you say. Language is pretty powerful. And when you feel a burden of scarcity, and again, remember this is context. So if there are specific contexts where you might feel scarcity thoughts and, and beliefs are more powerful for you than abundance thoughts and beliefs, then can you remember times when you've had an abundance? And can you believe that you can do that again? Because you should be able to, right? If you can find evidence for the fact that you've created abundance in any part of life, at any point in time, whether it be in whatever currency you want to measure it in, so relationship, that currency, financial, that currency, time, that currency, currency being a unit of measure, you can create the same thing again if you've done it before. And if you can see other people doing that, comparison can be dangerous. But it can also be an inspiration. But those beliefs, those beliefs are so important. So if you can really kind of be clear that actually abundance is something that you are achieving, you have achieved and you can achieve again, then it can really take you forward. And when you don't feel a sense of abundance, what's the reason for that? Worth understanding that. I mean, sometimes it can be just because you're not organised. And again, it comes back to that intentional action. So if you aren't feeling particularly in scarcity mode, but you're not necessarily getting where you want to get to, or the things, or the time, or whatever that you want, then 
Maybe it's just that you're not organised. Maybe you're drifting. And this can be internally, mentally and emotionally drifting, coasting, marking time. Or it could be physically in the, world, in the real world, you know, in the outside world, things are all over the place, you know. In fact, take a look now at your desk. How's your desk looking? Tidy, organised to you. What about your house? What about your office? What about your wardrobe? How's it looking? If everything's a bit disorganised, then maybe you're drifting a bit. And if that's the case, then you are going to find it harder to reach that point of abundance that you seek. And if you are really struggling right now, then remember this. When you face your greatest challenge, it might contain your greatest opportunity. And there are countless stories of people that have been in adversity and in the the worst possible situations and then they've come through. Now, I'm not saying that they haven't come out completely unscathed, right? But they've come out. And that kind of wound or that challenging experience for them has actually potentially become part of their superpower. It's become part of who they are. Who they am? Who they are. So if that's you, then I'm sorry that you're feeling that way and that and that, that things are really challenging for you right now. But these sort of six things you can do still apply to you. You know, what are you thinking? Recognize your thoughts. What can you focus on to give you a step forward? What can you be thankful for? Who can you create a win-win situation for? Yourself and for them. Who's around you? What's their mindset like? Who do you know who's got an abundance mindset that you can talk to for some help? And what opportunities can you see? What questions can you ask? How can I? Questions that can, again, take you a step forward. And then what action can you take today to turn it around? So, abundance. What is abundance to you? An abundance mindset really is about believing that you have the ability to determine your choices, your decisions. An abundance mindset is a state where nothing is lacking and so complete that nothing can diminish it. So, given your current reality, how can you create this abundance for your life? And what step will you take today to get you started? Thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Uh, Tell all your friends. And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People With Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.